This program is a collaboration of personal opinions and individual free thought. It does not represent the views or narrative of the mainstream corporate media hacks. Viewer discretion is advised. And here we go. From the bell tower, taking a stand for your rights, your liberties, and all the bullshit in between. You're listening to Break the Bell Podcast. Oh man, it is that time again. It is the end of a weekend. It is a long weekend. It is the end of a long, long. A little bit more when it's the long. I know, I know. I yesterday I was like. It's a, no, it's a, I think I was talking to you. Yeah, you stopped by for a minute. I was like, yeah, uh, no, uh, we got the show tomorrow. No, wait, tomorrow's Saturday. You're like, no, tomorrow's Sunday. I'm like, ah, fuck, tomorrow's Sunday already. (laughs) Why'd you even come here? (laughs) Yeah, it's like, dude, you you just dashed my dreams and hopes and stuff. So a long weekend is over. Did you get, did you stuff your fat face the way uh, God intended it to be on Thanksgiving? I'm pretty sure I put on about 20 pounds. I think that if you didn't put on 20 pounds on Thanksgiving, you're not doing it right. right. I agree, yes. So uh, we, we talked about Thanksgiving on Tuesday. Yes. We did a Thanksgiving episode, which we've never done before, and I thought it was fun. It was. Um, did you eat all the things you expected to eat, all those traditional I things? I did, yes. Just there is nothing nothing unexpected. Um, no? No, no. Did, did you did you try the five-layer salad this time? No. No? You still, you still <laughs> I, I pa- couldn't do it. I still couldn't passed do it. on the five-layer salad. Uh, yeah. right. I even heard them like debating the recipe. Like Someone's like, oh, you use mayonnaise? I like to use cream cheese. And uh, None like, of that. It doesn't matter what yeah, it is. It, it's still, None of that belongs together. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It also, like, I compared it to the uh, How I Met Your Mother uh, mayonnaise salad yes, thing. Yes, But what it also reminds me of is, do you remember on Friends when she went to make that like weird layered uh, meal thing and she yeah. accidentally like had two uh, recipes stuck together, so <laughs> yeah. there was, like, beef and then, like, I, I don't know, just, like, it was a dessert that ended up yeah. having, like, beef in it and stuff. That's that's what it reminds me of. But yeah. I didn't I didn't have any five-layer salad either. No. I ate a lot of turkey. Yes. I, ate, I definitely had the meaning of Thanksgiving, which is pumpkin pie, which oh, we found yes. out. Black Friday shopping. Did you do any of that? I did not. I did not. No, my, I didn't either. My wife went out. Um, I didn't realize... Because we had talked about how they started doing it on Thanksgiving, and yeah. then in the goodness of their hearts, they pushed it back. I thought for sure they were pushing it back to midnight, how it used to be, though. Oh, yeah. But the stores did not do that. Oh, really? Like, Target and shit didn't open till like, 7 o'clock in the morning. It was, oh. like, normal hours, oh, it, really? which was really bizarre to that me. That is weird. And my wife got up early, kind of early, and yeah. and went to, to Target first, and then okay. she's like... There was, like, nobody there, and there's like, no real sale. Well, they didn't have any, like, announced sales. You had to, like, get on their app right. to see oh. what the sales were and stuff. And so, see, what's the point at that? Yeah, and know? so I, I just feel like, well, then she ended up going out to the outlet malls and stuff and found were found some decent deals. busier out there? Uh, I think it was busier, but I don't think it okay. was what it, what it has been in the past. So I feel like 
Um, I feel like Black Friday was kind of a flop this year. Yeah, yeah. And I don't I, know. I didn't if hear anything about it. So from anybody, like so. no, no big. Yeah, nobody was sales. like, you know, oh yeah, we were out and you know there was lines or you know anything like that. I I, I tend to avoid Black Friday. Yeah, I didn't partake, and I yeah. I feel like it was a major flop. And uh, I I don't want to speculate, but yeah. my guess is like inflation has a big thing to do with mm-hmm. it. I think they're not even building it up like they used to though. No. But with all the online sales and well, stuff, it's yeah. like who fucking because cares? usually they're. I mean, the ads are like doorbusters, you know, like mm-hmm. TVs, drills. I mean. DVD sale, uh, wait, are DVDs a thing still? I don't think Blu-ray, so. Blu-ray sales, I don't know, game, video game sales or whatever, and the ads were really light this year. They were. I so, mean, there just wasn't a lot there, so. Now, I did want to get to Tyson's because they had a lot of, they had ammo sales oh, and shit, they? and then gun sales. There was one, it was a, uh, it was a, an off-brand 1911, it was a $500 gun they were I selling for like I 280 that. bucks, yeah. 300 yeah. bucks, I was like, god damn it, I wish yeah. I had that. 300 bucks right now they that, also had really a, a um they had a uh a, a mossberg uh, shotgun really for 320 dollars. that looked really good and we missed out on those I sales don't. but that's all right um my wife would like to say i don't need any more guns but she's a fucking liar so <laughs> um anyways we're not here to talk about that i was just just mainly pointing out the fact that it was kind of a flop yeah but happy weekend happy long End of a long extended weekend. Yes. I'm, I'm, I hope you all had a good family yes. time together uh, because that's what it's all about. Uh, we're going to get into this episode really quick. Yes. Before we do, we got to mention our sponsor, which is Run Your Mouth Coffee. Uh, they sponsor, they support free speech, and they also make really damn good coffee. And we got Christmas coming right around the corner. So if you have coffee lovers in your family, which I have lots of coffee lovers in my family, including myself. Um, so I'll probably get myself some for Christmas and <laughs> screw the rest of them. I don't care about them. But if you have coffee lovers in your family, uh, support a company that supports your rights and your your free speech, like a company like Run Your Mouth Coffee. Go to rymcoffee.com. Tell them we sent you by using the promo code BREAKTHEBELL. You'll get 10% off your purchase, plus free shipping. You'll get amazing coffee, fresh roasted coffee, delivered right to your door. That goal I had of not putting on pants... I mean, I could shop for coffee for all my Christmas presents right there. I'll just yeah. buy everybody run your mouth coffee. Don't have to put on pants, and then I have all my Christmas That's presents. A success for it. story right there. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, rymcoffee.com. Uh, support companies that support your rights or small businesses that support the things that you support. So, uh, like run your mouth coffee. Yes. Check us out all over social media. Make sure you smack that like and subscribe button um, so we can spread our names far and wide. Spread the spread the love to as many people as we can while we still can. Um, do that because we love you for it. Uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at our handle, which is at BreakTheBellPod. So make sure you share that far and wide. If you're not subscribed to us, make sure you subscribe because um, you'll... You'll be able to see when we go live for things like this. You'll be able to join in on the fun, and who doesn't want to do that? So We get a lot of fun coming up with Christmas. We do. We do have, I almost forgot, we have our Christmas extravaganza. Yes. If you're not aware of what our Christmas extravaganza is, it's pretty extravagant. And this is our third annual yes. Christmas extravaganza, and that is tentatively going December 19th. Last year, If I can't give any spoilers for this year, um, but last year we had... 
a special music performance by Dan Smots of the System Is Down podcast. He performed a right live, right in front of us from his studio, a, an original number that he did. Yes. And it's it's, uh, it's become a Christmas hit. I would say throughout. it's a classic it's, now. It's a Christmas classic now. So um, then we had a, a reading, um, a special Christmas reading. The book was... Uh, what. Hookers and Blow Save Christmas. Yes. That was fantastic. Yes. Um, the year before that, I can't remember what we did the year before that, but oh, that was boy. the first year. Yeah. We we did like, um, you you had like, uh, uh, not trivia, but you were like, you had like different stats on like the, it was the awesome. best songs. It was good Whatever one. it was. Yeah, it was, it was fun. Awesome. It was a lot of fun. They're always awesome. Go yeah. back and check those out. But make sure you show up on December 19th, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time for our third annual Christmas extravaganza because it's it's... Uh, from what I hear, uh, it's supposed to be more extravagant than the previous year. So make sure you check that out. Um, show up for that. Invite your friends. If you don't come to any other show, live shows that we do, make sure you come to that one because it, because it is always the best one. We look forward to it yes. all year long. Um, we always have Dance Mods of The System Is Down and Remzo Martinez of the On The Run podcast as special Christmas time guests. And uh, oh, Ramzo gave his pitch for a holiday special last year yes, too. That's right, he did. Go I check that, that episode out. Make sure you catch one. up before you yeah. catch uh, this year, so you know what you're missing out on. Um, definitely show up for that. Like I said, December nineteenth. Write that on your calendars. Mark it on whatever your Outlook. Do people still use Outlook calendars? I don't I, think so. I don't fucking know. Just just put it somewhere so you remember. December 19th, Chris, third annual Christmas extravaganza. Show up for that because it's going to be awesome. Let's get into the news. Okay. This is the most important news of all the newses that are going on right now. <laughs> um, have you ever heard of this company called Kraft? Yes, it's world famous. They make a mac and cheese. Good stuff. Yes. They make uh, the worst barbecue sauces. That's true. They make the yeah. worst like you can't ranch. Do everything all this, great. all yeah. the condiments they make are the worst. Yes, but, but their mac and cheese, their mac and cheese, mac and cheese is okay. Yes. I guess. It, I mean, it's not my mac and cheese. No, but, no. But it, for it box mac and cheese, it's yes. it, it's mac and cheese. Um, a Florida woman is not so keen on um, craft mac and cheese as of lately because she is suing them for five million dollars do you remember wow. the 90s uh lawsuit against mcdonald's for the, yeah, the, the hot, hot coffee the hot coffee she yes. like spilled it in her lap yeah. and had to get, have like reconstructive surgery yeah. of her like lap region yes. um so she ended up yeah getting a bunch of money well i feel like this woman is is stretching a little bit more than that woman yeah. is it no longer the cheesiest I, no what? no no um she is suing because the Velveeta shells the cups you know the like microwave cups yeah. that they have now um the ready time is not accurate. Oh. So okay. she's suing them for $5 million for false advertising. I didn't know you could do that. Oh, well, yeah. False advertising, dude. You yeah. got, you I gotta, mean, you can't. But but most people would be like, put it in for 30 seconds. Ding. Oh, it's not done yet. I'll put it in for another 10 seconds. Ding. Okay, that's better. I'll eat this and move on with my life. Well, <laughs> I, I feel like part of this is, is it that is it inconven inconveniencing her that much for having to put it back in for an additional 30 seconds? Is that the problem? Did she miss like a big job opportunity right, because right, right. her shell mac and cheese wasn't done 30 yes. seconds sooner? Right. Um, or, or what the deal is. But actually what she's going for here is um, unfair marketing practices because what she's saying in this is that they have 
somehow reach some sort of unfair advantage by marketing this as a three and a half minute cook time when others don't market it. So, I mean, have you ever bought mac and cheese and been like, oh, this is only three and a half minutes. This takes three minutes and 45 seconds. I'm definitely going for this one. As a rule of life, I never eat microwaved macaroni and cheese. No? No. My kids do, and I I don't really, Um, unless it's like midnight and I'm like on like a hunt for the worst food possible. (laughs) My daughter eats the... um, the flaming hot Cheetos mac and cheese. Oh yes, and I remember it, you talking about that. It looks like pink paint. Yes, in yeah. the mac and cheese, it, it, it's terrible. I won't eat it because of all the food coloring in it. Oh yeah. So this says a Florida woman is seeking over five million dollars for the parent com- from the parent company of Velveeta Shells and Cheese over their misleading ready time. The lawsuit accuses the company of misleading labeling and falsely marketing <coughs> their microwavable single serve cups of mac and cheese. The filing additionally claims that Kraft violated Florida's Deceptive and Unfair Trade Practice Act by engaging in unfair methods of competition, unconscionable acts and practices, and unfair deceptive acts and practices in the conduct of its business. Uh, Here's the problem with this. What? There's only one problem with (laughs) this? Okay, okay. Several. But the number one thing that comes to mind as she's talking about this is... Uh What was the power rating of your microwave? Well, yeah, there's that. Right? I mean, do what kind of microwave do you have? Maybe it's not optimal for mac and cheese. Well, it's not even just that. Uh, the, the thing is, because it says, the statement of ready in three and a half minutes is false and misleading because the product takes longer than three and a half minutes to prepare for consumption. Her filing continues, according to directions on the back of the package, there are four steps in preparing the product. It then shows a picture of the directions on the back of the box. So here's the back of the box right here. <laughs> okay. Directions. So so the front says ready in three and a half minutes, right? Okay. Directions. Number one, remove lid and cheese sauce pouch. So what is that like? Here, I'm going to mimic that. How, how much time did that take? Well, that, that was like, like two, two seconds. seconds? Two seconds. Yes. Okay. Number two, add water to the fill line. So... Maybe 10 seconds? Yeah. You think 10 seconds? So no, we're I'll at, what, 10. 12 seconds right now? Yeah, yeah. Microwave uncovered on high for three and a half minutes. We already added 12 seconds to that, so instantly it doesn't, doesn't fucking matter the power of your microwave. Instantly. Okay, you're that, right. That you're three right. and a half minutes is wrong. Stir in the contents of the cheese and sauce pouch. Now, I don't know about you, but that stuff, like... Yeah, you it gotta takes stir a and stir. It and takes stir. Otherwise, it yeah. gets really chunky. It and could stuff. be another like ten to twenty seconds. Yeah, I'd say twenty twenty five seconds. So we're looking at uh, three and a half minutes plus twelve seconds. Uh, twelve seconds plus, plus twenty seconds. Yeah. So plus another thirty two seconds. So, so you're, you're looking at four over minutes. four minutes. Four minutes and ten seconds, roughly. So yes. I I get her concern here. Okay. I mean, that is very very misleading. <laughs> now now the fact of the matter is this. The front might say that, but the back, which is clearly on the same mm-hmm. playing surface, clearly visible for all eyes to see, says this here. So yes. uh, it's the same label. Right, right, same right. Same fucking label. Yeah. So so when it says three, do you have a picture of the front label? Uh, No. <laughs> it's just this right here where it probably, no, that's baking soda. Oh, right here. Here we go. Um, It doesn't, it doesn't show where it says Ready in three and a half. Oh, right here. Ready in three and a half minutes. See it? Oh, okay, okay. But so, then, then the back of the label has the dis- yeah, instructions. Yeah, exactly. I almost what said you destructions. Right. <laughs> Basically, destructions. Yeah. So three and a half minutes to cook. 
So consumers seeing ready and this is her quote. Consumers seeing ready in three and a half minutes will believe it represents the total amount of time it takes to prepare the product, meaning from the moment it's unopened to the moment it is ready for consumption. So she's not even adding in the time it takes to get it, buy it from the store right. and drive it home. Because you're looking at what? Depending on how oh, far it could you be live like 30, Walmart. 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or how, yeah, how long she had the thought in her head, you know, I really want ready yeah. mac and cheese. So maybe that. She has to drive to the store. Yeah, so and there's get another it. 30, 45 yeah. minutes. So, I mean, this... she's just blowing up the whole system. <laughs> I know. However, the directions outlined above show that three and a half minutes is just the length of time to complete one of several steps. The label does not state the product takes three and a half minutes to cook in the microwave, which would have been true, uh, the suit continues, to provide customers with a, a product that is actually ready in three and a half minutes, the product would be would need to be cooked in the microwave for less than three and a half minutes. This sounds like... AOC's economics 101, right, where she's yeah, like, yeah. Uh, two million or her two thousand dollars is not four thousand dollars, right. Mr. President. <laughs> it's like, it, uh, in order for it to take three and a half minutes to prepare, you need the to cook, cook time has to be less than three and yeah. a half minutes. So what what this is is a, a fine example of carrying mm -hmm. at its best. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Due to the alleged false ready time claim, according to Ramirez, Kraft sold more of the product at higher prices than it would have in the absence of the misconduct, resulting in additional profit at the expense of consumers. Yeah, that's what I'm Did saying. It? Like, how many people look at it and they're like, oh, three and a half minutes, I'm definitely buying yeah. this over this one that says four like four minutes and 20 seconds. Yeah. Definitely I mean, buying that. You, or, or is it the fact that it's Velveeta and most people right. are like, hmm, Velveeta over... Well, yeah, Velveeta is a creamier and superior product, right? So, I mean, do your kids do microwave? Well, they do microwave. Do they do craft Velveeta? Uh, no, I do. Well, I don't do Velveeta cheese in my house. We do See, real cheese in okay. our house. Okay. See, but... so that right there is a misnomer that their sales are not increased due to the fact that it says yeah. that. So, so what do you think? Do you think she's going to get this uh, five million dollars in statutory and punitive damages? <laughs> Oh my God, no! Do you think she'll get anything out <laughs> no. of this? Do you think no. a judge will even look at this? No, I, I, he, he should throw it out. <laughs> I mean, because honestly, what did she lose? No, he should actually bring her into court and publicly That's true. shame yeah. her. He, yeah, he should, and then he should also slam her and be like, "Look, if you're gonna, if you're gonna bring up these court charges where we got to come together and waste my time, yeah, I'd be like, you owe us all the court fines, yeah, all the court yeah. fees. So all we're gonna charge you five million dollars for wasting our time. You're, yeah, you're gonna pay my salary that yeah. I just sat here. You don't want to know what my salary is, <laughs> but you're gonna pay it for me coming and sitting yeah. here to publicly shame you for the last ten minutes. You're paying my salary for that. Yeah. You're paying his salary for that. You're paying the the all these people. Um, everybody, yeah. you're paying for the lights here in the ha in the the, the courtroom. You're gonna have to repay my school fees because I am stupider for sitting here <laughs> listening to you talk. <laughs> I feel like we need to get back to public shaming. I think I think that is yes. Like we need to stand we her do. up we before do. like everybody in public yes. out on the courtroom yes. steps and be have her hold a sign that says I'm a freaking idiot yes. that thinks I can exploit the judicial system. Yes. Kraft has not publicly responded. Can you imagine Would you? That? Would you? <laughs> no. It's like, I got so much better time, yeah. things to right. do with my time. I mean, we publicly responded, yes. but we're not Kraft. No, we don't have Kraft. better things to do with our time. Yes. 
So I think we we can move on from that. Yes. But that was definitely, obviously, the most important yeah. news of the week. <laughs> Next on the docket, stupidity. <laughs> San Francisco. I mean, what's more stupid? The lady that's suing um, Kraft for a mislabel of three and a half minutes or San Francisco just in general? San Francisco in general. Yeah, yeah, probably. San Francisco has proposed letting robots kill suspects. San Francisco's <laughs> police department. That doesn't sound like it could go wrong in Not any way. All. It only sounds like it could always be okay. Again, nobody watches movies. Yes. <laughs> now, now, our side in thinking is obviously, well, um, what happens if the programming goes wrong and they kill everyone? Right. But I guess we could say that about police, too. <laughs> What happens yes. when the police's this mindset is, is a little true. off and he yes. decides to use his power trip to just kill people? Because, yeah. I mean, that happens. That happens more than we'd like to say right. around here. But but say, like, um, you know, somebody jaywalks, right? Mm. Somebody drops a, a straw paper down on the sidewalk as they're walking, right? I hope the robot kills the straw paper. <laughs> and dropper. the robot's like, you have littered. Prepare to die. Yes. A police policy drafted by the San Francisco Police Department has sent a, pe a petition to the city's board of supervisors which would allow police officers to deploy robots with the intent to kill suspects in situations where risk of loss of life to members of the public or officers is imminent and outweighs any other force option available to the police department. Now that's a mouthful. So <laughs> that's exactly what I thought of when you said. I it. hope that's the robot that they're using. I absolutely. That's from Robocop. Yes, I know. I know that much. According to Mission Local, the draft proposal has already received significant pushback from both within and outside of the board, including Supervisor Aaron Peskin, who initially resisted the idea until he inserted language which would completely neuter the deathbots. How do you neuter deathbots? I mean, maybe the deathbots get pissed that they're neutered, and then they go on a they, killing spree. I would. Robots, so this is what he's added to the draft to make it neuter the robots. Okay. Robots shall not be used as a use of force against any person. So doesn't that just completely Why even derail, have the robots? Doesn't that just derail the whole thing? I the whole thing so, was yes. like to take out a suspect. Yeah. That's an imminent danger to the public or the police force uh, to yeah. mitigate loss of life. And then he puts in, but they're not going to be used as a use of force against any person. It's like, so then what's the yeah, point? Right. Yeah. I mean, Just, could you imagine if they sent these into Uvalde? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe so a, a few kids would still be alive, possibly. Right. Maybe. <laughs> or maybe more would be dead. Yeah, I was going to say. The police force currently maintains a dozen fully functional remote control robots, which are typically used for area inspections and bomb disposal. However, as the Dallas PD showed in 2016, they make excellent bomb delivery platforms as well. Bomb delivery. Bom I miss that. Bomb delivery. What are we delivering bombs, bombs to? Too. Yeah, right. Dallas, what are we fucking delivering bombs to? Bomb disposal units are often equipped with blank shotgun shells used to forcibly disrupt an explosive device's internal workings. Though there is nothing stopping police from using live rounds if they need it, as Oakland police recently acknowledged to the city's Civilian Oversight Board. <laughs> Great. <laughs> In short, if this proposal ever sees the light of day, then they show the Robo 
cop clip here, which it's probably not going to play for me. But nope, it's going to be an ad, so we're not going to even try. Um, what do you think? What do you think? Robots to uh, horrible idea. Take out suspects. No, horrible idea. Now, now the part that gets me is that they say to kill suspects. Now that that takes the whole like guilty until proven guilt or innocent until proven yeah, guilty thing right, out right. of the scenario because it's like, well, that guy's a suspect. Uh, take him out because he's an imminent threat. Now I'm not. I don't know where I stand with this. I obviously. <laughs> there's the whole point of yeah. movies. I mean, they're not talking about AI bots either. No. They're talking about just remote like controlled. remote control. Yeah. So supposedly they still can be controlled by uh, a human who has the final say. Right. But how long before this article turns into sentient robots that are deployed right. to take out uh, civilian targets right. that are <laughs> imminent threats? Yeah. Well, and, and plus, I feel like if you're not there... Right? I mean, it's kind of like getting a text message. Yeah. You kind of lose something in the translation, right? You like don't the, get to feel out the, the what's you know, going on, you know? You, you just, mean the, the human element? Yes, yes. The, the human, human element yes. that robots tend to lack? Yes, yeah, that's that, exactly that, that We might be missing that. But um, how much of the human element is left in San Francisco anyway? <laughs> that's true. Um, so I, I'd have to say... Let's err on the side of not deploying robots with the intent of killing suspects. For now. For now, at least. Yeah, let's, for let's now. Sideline. Yeah. Unless it is to uh, deploy bombs, obviously. Well, maybe when we get into the smart cities, they'll work better. Now, I really like how they just gloss over the fact that uh, the Dallas PD... Um, I know. They like just barely mentioned this, and I want to know what why the Dallas PD is delivering bombs to people. Well, it just says they showed in 2016 that they make excellent... I'm going to click on this link just to see what it says. Because it says, oh, police use use of robot to kill Dallas suspect was unprecedented. So apparently they strapped it with a bomb and killed a Dallas suspect. Interesting. Have used robot to kill someone, according to Texas. This was back in 2016. The death of a suspect in Dallas police shootings marks the first time U.S. police officers have used a robot to kill someone. Hours-long negotiations with a man broke down into an exchange of gunfire. Um... At that point, officers deployed a robot armed with an explosive. Wow. Okay. I, I, we missed that one yes. back in 2016. Well, so we, we didn't exist in 2016. Yeah. So this thing has been going on for yeah. a long time, but um, apparently we missed it. And uh, now San Francisco wants on board with this. Yeah, um, they're like, so, wow, Dallas, that's a great idea. We want to do that too. Yeah. And Dallas is like, dude, we did that five years, six years ago. <laughs> right, you're way behind. Yeah. Get on board, California. Um, anyways, let's move on. You remember uh, Alyssa Milano? I mean, yeah, she's kind of she washed like, up. Uh, she was like my crush when I was in third grade. But is she anything now? No. Was I, she I, one of the Me Too movement people? Or no, you're thinking of Rose McGowan. Okay. Same. Yeah. No, she. But she. She has had a big mouth. Um, I can't remember. She's talked about a lot. Uh, different things lately, and I can't remember what it is that she's been getting into. She's one of those people that wants to. Uh, have a Twitter name, even yeah. though uh, she disagrees a hundred percent with Elon Musk. Sure. Even though, so so now currently she is a staunch um, ad or like she pushes hard against uh, staunchly against Elon Musk right now because okay. of obviously um, right wing extremism on Twitter and white supremacism on Twitter sure. and uh, free speech is ultimately white supremacy. Obviously, sure. well, we're glad. That she's there, I guess. Yeah, I, we need heroes like her. Even though, yes. like, a year or so ago, like, people came out 
and found her old post where she basically was, I don't know about literally, but virtually sucking Elon Musk dick over Tesla and SpaceX. And it's like, Elon Musk, thank you for saving this and this and that. And just like post after post. Well, this was her most recent post. And I feel like, I feel like this one kind of backfired on her a little bit. The post was, I gave back my Tesla. I bought the VW uh, electric vehicle. I love it. I'm not sure how advertisers can buy space on Twitter. Publicly traded companies' products being pushed in alignment with hate and white supremacy doesn't seem to be a winning business model. Now, this backfired horribly on her as the Hodge twins, you know the Hodge twins, came out and responded, um, Volkswagen, who she switched to, literally was founded by the Nazis and Hitler. (laughs) It was like the first... One of the first major corporations that was like, yeah, public, like the government owned. It was a car company, mm-hmm. and they were <laughs> developing these cars specifically for the Nazis. Yes. And so, yes. um, for her to come out and be like publicly traded, well, that's the difference. They shouldn't be publicly traded. That that's, that's probably the, what she's hitting yes. on there. Yeah, she has that problem. Yeah, VW wasn't a publicly traded company. They were government owned at the time. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> it's not the the alignment with hate and white supremacy she has the problem with it's the publicly traded part now vw on the other hand was a uh, government owned product uh being pushed in alignment with hate and white supremacy so that's yes. that's the difference that we're yeah. missing there literally yeah so <laughs> and elon musk came out with a laughing emoji to to respond to her so i don't know there's not a lot to say here it's yeah, just it's, stupidity it's, like exactly. this that's just yeah. Rampant. It's stupidity like this that is allowed on Twitter that's yeah. making Twitter the bad name that it is yeah. today. And, and it's proof that celebrities need to just stick with what they do. Yeah, right? which she's and, not doing a whole lot. I was going right to say, now. and if you're not doing that, maybe that's a clue that you need to just go away. Yeah, I look, if if you got a problem with it, that's fine. Yeah. Just, just fucking go. I mean, how many celebrities like when Donald Trump was elected president, are like, hey, if Elon Musk buys Twitter, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out, bitches. Hey, I'm just letting you know I'm going to be leaving. Uh, Elon Musk bought it, and this is hate and white supremacy. I'm leaving. Have you seen a whole bunch of white supremacy hate on Twitter since Elon Musk took over? I I haven't. I've been looking for it. You know what I've seen more of is Democrats bitching about Uh, Elon Musk than anything else. And celebrities. It's like my whole entire wall is filled yes. with celebrities bitching about Elon yeah. Musk and the Republicans, obviously, because obviously. they go hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I feel like she would have been better off if she just said that she was giving up her Tesla. Right. And just stop there. Yeah. Just stop. Yeah. Yeah. You, you you fucked up when you said you bought a VW because <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like maybe do a little research before you. Yeah. I mean, you're just opening the door up. People don't need you to give, like, feed them the ammunition because yes. they will, they will attack you. Even if you just come out and said, "I gave up my Tesla because of white supremacy," yeah. that, I mean, they're gonna, they're gonna yeah. freaking attack, like, make sure to butcher you anyways. Yes. But then you have to add fuel to it, and it's like, I bought a VW because, <laughs> because I am so much more like considerate of yes. human rights than Elon yeah. Musk is. Yes. I'm still, I'm, I'm just dying to find the example of Elon Musk allowing hate speech and 
white supremacy on his platform, aside from Donald Trump yeah. being allowed back on, obviously. Right, which he still hasn't posted anything, has he? Um, I don't know if he has by now or not. I don't think he has. I haven't looked this week, but as of last week, no, he had not. Now, speaking of Donald Trump and white supremacy and all that fun stuff, um, do you know who Nick Fuentes is? I did not. He is apparently a staunch white supremacist. He's like a 24-year-old. He pretends to be a... um, a right wing pundit, like okay. an ultra right wing. Now, with the name like Fuentes, no, he's white as shit. Dude. Is he okay? okay. Because the only other Fuentes I know is Daisy Fuentes. No, he is like <laughs> super. Here, I'm gonna show you a picture of Nick Fuentes. Um, he is a 24 year old douchebag okay. who I think he plays this part of this staunch like. I I think he's doing it just to get views and clicks oh, and okay. stuff. Uh, nobody can be as freaking douchey as this guy is. Here, here's an image of Nick Fuentes. He's very, very white. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's got the Chad haircut. <sighs> yeah, I, uh, I since this stuff about Donald Trump came up, I, I have seen people bitch about Nick Fuentes on Twitter and on uh, on social media and okay. stuff, but I've never heard him, never looked into him because I'm like, I just, I don't yeah, have, just, I don't care to, to. Yeah. I don't care to listen find out anything about this guy um but then after the whole donald trump thing it's like all right i gotta see if this shit's legit um but it's it i mean he's a douchebag that that's about says it all he's he's just a douchebag but um apparently donald trump had a dinner that included kanye west and this douchebag white supremacist supposedly uh nick fuentes and so obviously the world just erupted, and did he want to throw in like uh, the Grand Wizard of uh, the KKK? I mean, and... he already didn't he already do that. I think he already did that one because uh, didn't he have support from some like Grand KKK yeah, wizard did. or yeah. something back yeah. in the day? Uh, let me see. My brother said best about Nick Fuentes. I can't remember what he said, so let me look it up because he says. Uh, the dude is a fucking dork-ass loser with an incredible ability to trigger all the right people. It's complicated. <laughs> Even though I disagree with him. Uh, no, he's like, I've always loved Milo. So Milo. Yeah, what, I know. I know Milo. He, he's kind of a, a Milo, but yeah, more douchey than gotcha. Milo. So, um, so yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a douchebag bag dork is basically what okay. it is. I mean, he, he dresses like a freaking like boomer right wing pundit. Okay. But he again, he's like 24 years old. Hmm. So, this is from mediaite.com. It says, "This is an effing nightmare. Uh Trump world leaking amid nuclear meltdown over Trump's dinner with white supremacist Fuentes." Trump world, I didn't know Trump is I mean, this did he start a theme park? What's <laughs> going on? I, I, what I'm wondering. Trump world is in a full-on nuclear meltdown over former President Donald Trump's dinner with white supremacist Nick Fuentes and anti-Semitism-spouting entertainer-slash-entrepreneur Kanye West at Mar-a-Lago, according to leaks from Trump's inner circle. Trump set the political media world on fire Wednesday night when he hosted West and Fuentes for dinner at his Mar-a-Lago resort home, sparking a flurry of developments that dominated news over the Thanksgiving holiday. While Trump tried to distance himself from Fuentes, and denials gave way to confirmation that the neo-Nazi did indeed sup with Trump and West. Now, now, 
I, I've listened, like I said, to a few videos of yeah. this douchebag. I don't... From what I've seen, he's not a neo-Nazi. Well, he does spout some really bigoted shit. I, I don't think he would be sitting down for dinner with Kanye West if he was. Yeah, right. Uh, well, Kanye West is a black, white supremacist. Oh, of course, So, yes. so yeah. you got you got to realize he's... That, I mean... That's what he is. Sure. Um, so yeah, probably would. I, I think Kanye West has joined the KKK recently, from what okay. I've heard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, but again, this guy talks really bigoted. He talks against women's rights and stuff. But I haven't seen anything that's full fledged neo Nazi. He might be like a um, white supremacist to the point where he talks about like white supremacy. You know, like the white race being supreme over all other races. Um, but I don't think there's any like full out, like I want to kill black people or right, anything right, like right. that. So okay. I, I, I've I watched like maybe three or four videos okay. of his though. So <laughs> I don't know that much. Sure. Maybe he is. Maybe he is. But I, I feel like he would be just like ostracized from humanity altogether okay. if that was the case. But um, it says, while Trump tried to distance himself from... Uh, it says, the confirmation that the neo-Nazi did indeed sup with Trump and West, accounts of the dinner began to trickle out with uh, descriptions of Trump's very favorable reaction to Fuentes. Now, the only reason Trump would give a favorable reaction isn't because Fuentes is a white supremacist. It's because Fuentes probably sucked Trump's dick ultra hard. He's that was like, Dude, what you're I was like, going to say. Yeah. You're like the best right. president I, like, I know. Yeah. All your stats, man. Yeah. It'd be like you meeting your favorite like football player. It's like, yeah. I know all your stats. I know uh, all your... Um, like yeah. all your speeches, I I can quote you. Right, right. I I've got your poetry book. Yeah, <laughs> like you have. Yes. <laughs> and then Trump's like, oh my gosh, he's like my biggest fan, and he's so awesome because he loves me, which means he's like really super yeah. super smart because he thinks I'm I'm the best. Uh, it says not only are Trump world figures, there's the word again, leaking details about the dinner to the press. They're also running to reporters about the internal panic over the dinner, with one figure telling NBC News, this is a fucking nightmare. Uh, says He says, this is a fucking nightmare, said one longtime Trump advisor who spoke on condition of anonymity for fear of stoking the former president's ire at disloyal people who criticize him. If people are looking at uh, DeSantis to run against Trump, here's another reason why. All three sources familiar with the dinner told NBC News there was one glaring inaccuracy in Trump's statement. Trump knew one of the three friends brought by the rapper. So Kanye West comes in, brings three friends, um, and Trump said, I didn't know any of them. I just invited Kanye here. And then Fuentes happened to be there, too. I don't know if he was brought by Kanye okay. or how he got there. But it says... Um, Trump was lying because he didn't know one of the people that he brought, which was Karen Giorno, who was Trump's campaign Florida director in 2016, and Trump knew her by name and sight. In addition to Giorno and Fuentes, Yi also brought along another man who was an associate, according to sources. So it does sound like he brought Nick yeah, Fuentes, or, that's what it yeah, sounds Fuentes like, yeah. in. NBC's Trump sources... NBC's Trump... Sources repeated Trump's claim not to have known who Fuentes was when the dinner began. But Fuentes himself cast out on the idea that Trump was unaware of his existence and significance. So just because Fuentes says, he obviously knows me, I'm Nick Fuentes, 
doesn't mean Donald Trump knew him because he's basically like a young Donald Trump. He's like, everybody knows me. He's a freaking um, narcissistic douchebag just like Donald Trump is. So, I mean, he's offended to hear that Donald Trump never knew who he was. He's like, well, everybody knows me. Donald Trump clearly knows me. Right, right. So that's not proof that Donald Trump knew who he was. Exactly. Fuente said Friday, I don't know if I'm going to say he didn't know me, but certainly he didn't know that I was me when I arrived at the dinner. So he basically said he didn't recognize me. Even if he knows who I am, he didn't recognize me. Right, exactly. One big problem for Trump world, there's nowhere to hide in a holiday news cycle that has seized on this story. While the holiday absence of Republicans to react to the news figures to extend the story well into next week. Great. We get to to hear about this for another week. Right, right, right. So apparently, uh, during this meeting, though, there might be some fallout between Trump and Kanye West that I I knew had to be coming because you are aware that Kanye West is planning to run again in 2024, right? I did not know that. He is. Okay. And who do you think he wants to be his running mate? Donald Trump. Donald Trump. (laughs) Now, Kanye West (laughs) comes to Donald Trump to Mar-a-Lago and he throws this idea at him. Hey, man, you know what would be great is if I ran for president. And you're my VP. And you're my VP. <laughs> How do you think Donald Trump took that? Uh, not well. No, not well. No, so so they're not as buddy-buddy as yeah. they were like three or four years right, ago right. where Kanye was Trump's token black guy. <laughs> so Trump has now deemed Kanye West a seriously troubled man because, I mean— he was all he was like the smartest black man oh, yeah. alive. Right, right, right. Yeah. When he was supportive of him. But now when he wants him to be as run second fiddle to him, he's yes. like, This guy has problems. Right. <laughs> so it's this is from Fox News. It says former President Trump deemed Ye the hip hop artist formerly known as Kanye West <laughs> a seriously troubled man after receiving blowback over a meeting with him at Mar a Lago. So I had a seriously troubled man who just happens to be black. <laughs> <laughs> Did he really say that? Are you serious? Did he really say that? Yeah, this is a quote. No way. This is a quote on social on Truth Social. So I had a seriously troubled man who just happens to be black. Yay, or Kanye West, who has been decimated in his business and virtually everything else, and who has always what go away. What the fuck? Go away. Who has always been good to me by allowing his request for a meeting at Mar-a-Lago alone so that I can give him much needed advice. So it sounds like Trump is saying that he's like, hey, hey, Don, um, you know, you're the man. You're the businessman and shit. And my business world isn't looking that great. I'm a really troubled man and I happen to be black. (laughs) So I was wondering if you could help me out. And Don's like... Well, yeah, man, I, I'm like, great. Like, did you read my book? Yeah, you read my I, book, I, right? I love black people. Yes, <laughs> and I, I love a couple black people, and you're very, very good for a black lead person. Um, he goes on to say, he shows up, so he invited him alone, is what it sure. says. He says, he shows up with three people, two of which I didn't know, the other a political person who I haven't seen in years. So that's that okay, woman, Okay, so I'm he guessing. didn't say, like, he didn't know her, he just said that, Someone that I hadn't seen in years. Well, maybe at one point he said that, and maybe now he's fessing up. Sure. He's like, well, yeah, I did, but I haven't seen in a year. I told him, don't run for office. A total waste of time. Can't win. Fake news. Went crazy. <laughs> I mean, that's, <laughs> this is the quote right here. Are you like, serious? Yes. That's, that's wow. exactly what he said wow. on social. <laughs> Several prominent Jewish leaders, including <laughs> David Friedman, who served as Trump's U.S. ambassador to Israel— have been critical of the former president for 
a meeting hosted at his Palm Beach, Florida uh, estate. The dinner was also attended by white nationalist Nick Fuentes. Friedman said just like he had condemned former President Barack Obama for associating with anti-Semites Louis Farrakhan and Jeremiah Wright, Ye and Fuentes' visit with Trump should be considered unacceptable. Now, I, I can understand that. It's like, hey, we criticized uh, Obama for his relations with anti-Semitic people. We should also uh, criticize him for his relations with... Right. Um, I'm not saying they should criticize either, but I did see somebody was like, well, this... This meeting alone should disqualify Donald Trump from ever running in 2024. It's like, okay, have you met Joe Biden? <laughs> Joe, or again, back to Obama and Louis Farrakhan. Yeah, right. Well, is I, openly anti-Semitic. Well, and, and Biden has uh, racist friends. Oh yeah. I mean, friends with people that have connections to the KKK. Oh, absolutely. So, but but yeah, this this is his disqualifier. This disqualifies him, yes. Meanwhile, in the first 2024 presidential campaign video released by the rap artist on Thursday, Ye gave a Mar-a-Lago debrief from his L.A. headquarters, revealing that, I think the thing that Trump was most perturbed about was me asking him to be my vice president. That's not the thing that most perturbed him. That was the only thing yeah, that perturbed right, him, right, because right. he heard nothing else yes. after that. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. his mind just, he, he just shut. Like, Who the fuck does this guy think he is? It's like, have, have you met me? Yeah. I am the biggest thing since sliced bread. Yeah, I am the best president we've ever had. Yes. Uh, Ye claimed that Trump was also caught off guard by the fact he walked in with intelligence. <laughs> so that that was it there. It was the fact that he yes. walked in and he's like, hey, Don, I, I'm actually smart. And Don's like, I was not expecting that from you. <laughs> this throws me off. I don't know how this is going to go. No, that wasn't it. It was the fact that you were like, you know, you should um, yeah. let me run and you be my VP. Yeah. That that shut it off. So yeah. what do you think about this whole bizarre meeting? Because the, the biggest yeah. thing they're throwing at him is he met with Nick Fuentes. But nothing yeah. about the conversation with Nick Fuentes ever yeah. – there's nothing about it. He just happened right. to be there yeah. and like, oh, Donald Trump had a meeting with Nick Fuentes. Yeah. It's just like – No. And? Yeah. And what – like did – did they talk white supremacy? Did right, they talk right. like anti-Jewishness? Did they talk bigotry? I'm sure they talk big, yeah, bigotry because right, they're right. both bigots. And so yeah. they obviously- no, what, what happened was Kanye, yay, sorry, approached Trump with with these political aspirations. <laughs> he brought an entourage that included Fuentes, this Florida chick, and somebody else. And, and basically said, hey, I'm thinking about running. I want your blessing. I'd like you to be my VP. Mm -hmm. And like you said, Trump didn't hear anything after I want you to be my right. VP. He smiled. He probably shook his head a couple times, said, hey, thanks for coming. And then that was it. And that is why he probably called Kanye West an seriously troubled yes. man. Yes. It's not because of anything else. It's no, because he's he like, probably doesn't he know. thinks that I would be yeah, his VP. Exactly. He is. He's he on drugs. He probably doesn't know anything else that's going on in Kanye's life. No. And he just knows that he wants him to be his VP. Um, this goes on. Apparently, he called K Kim Kardashian names. Because remember, Kim went to the White House and got oh, him to yeah, release yeah, some yeah. people yeah, and stuff. Because yeah. um, West goes on. He says he goes into a story about all that he went through to get Alice Johnson out of jail and that he didn't do it for Kim, but he did it for me. So Kanye was. He's like, I didn't I didn't do this for, for Kim, that bitch or whatever, because he, he called her... And explicative says, and he goes on to say that Kim is a 
bleeped out profanity, and you could tell her I said that, and I was thinking, that's the mother of my children. So so, so he probably was like, I didn't do it for that bitch. I did it for you, Kanye. Exactly, because you're my boy. And he probably <laughs> didn't even say that. Kanye yeah. is probably is yeah. being the Kanye that he is, yeah. only hearing what he wants to hear. He's just like, yeah, yeah. well, Donald Trump only did that. He didn't do that for that bitch. I mean, he called her that bitch. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. He did yeah. it for me. Yeah. I don't know. This whole thing... And plus, Trump probably figured, oh, you know, I know that's what I call my exes, so he probably calls his exes that. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm, I'm on friendly territory here. Yeah. So it talks about Johnson was a 63 year old. Trump granted clemency in 2018. Ye went on to say that Christians in America know Trump is a conservative and will demand that all policies be held directly to the Bible. No. No, they don't. When has anybody ever done that? No. Then he goes on, Kanye goes on to say, when Trump started basically screaming at me at the table, telling me I was going to lose, I mean, has that ever worked for anyone in history, Kanye said, that I'm going to lose? Hold on, you're talking to Ye. (laughs) (laughs) So forget the Donald Trump-DeSantis rivalry. We have just unearthed, I mean- Screw Nick Fuentes and anything that's yeah. related to that. We just unearthed. Yes. We just opened the realms to the Kanye Trump rivalry. Yes. And We're, there's going to be diss tracks. Yes. There's going, I mean, Trump's going <laughs> to. Are there going to be rap battles? Oh, absolutely. Oh, will be gosh. rap battles between Donald Trump and amazing. Kanye West. So be prepared for that because yes. 2024 is going to be lit as fuck. <laughs> this is going to be the best election ever. So talk about great press there. I mean, but. The thing is, they're all focused on Fuentes and yes. not the fact that yeah. this a uh, freaking Kanye yeah. Trump disc track right. battle is going yeah, to exactly. be coming out in the next couple yeah. years. Fuentes like, wasn't part. even there for Trump. He's just he's in con. He's in Ye's corner. So I, it doesn't say that, but I'm assuming because he says he brought like yeah. three people, right. and Nick Fuentes happened to be there. Yeah. Um. So. I guess that's who he was there with, but I don't know. He was there. He just yeah. happened to be there, and that's what everybody's making the yeah, big deal. Right, right, I can't right. believe he's bumping shoulders with this white supremacist. Yeah. He just happened to be at a fucking dinner. Who yeah. cares? Um, Nobody probably even knew who Nick Fuentes were, was. I didn't know Or who a lot was. of people. I'm not saying nobody, yeah. but a lot of people that do today only know because they're blowing this up so yeah, freaking badly. Right. Moving on. We got to move because we're about out of time. Uh, the Chinese, Chinese are facing a lot of yeah, protests like over there. Draconian COVID lockdown protests. Um, it says China. This is the headline. It's like a paragraph. I was going to say it's like a story in itself. Chinese police clash with thousands protesting draconian COVID lockdowns as unprecedented civil rest grips the country after ten died in a fire when building doors were locked to stop virus spread. That's the headline. Yeah. I think they they could have chosen their words better. I mean, do we need to go much further into that? <sighs> Shannon is here. Shannon. Hey, Shannon. Happy day before the kids go back to school. That was the longest Thanksgiving break ever. <laughs> Shannon, it's always great to have you. Yes. I don't want, I mean, I do want my kids to go back to school, but can we just send them back to school and us Stay home. still stretch? Like, can we have, like, the adults Thanksgiving now? Yeah, I think that makes sense. Like, we, I I don't know. Like, <laughs> why is it that the days off have to include the kids all the time? Why can't we? That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> anyway, back to China. <laughs> um, 
in-service parents day. <laughs> there you go. Chinese police have clashed with thousands protesting the country's lockdowns as unprecedented civil unrest gripped the nation. Demonstrations erupted in at least seven cities, including Shanghai, Nanjing, and Guangzhou, with violence breaking out between local cops and furious protesters. Uh, The largest demonstration appeared in Shanghai, home to 26 million residents, with many boldly demanding uh, President Xi Jinping resign. Hmm. That's not going to, from what I know about China, this isn't going to end well for them. No. Officers used pepper spray against 300 protesters, according to a witness. But Western journalists reported the numbers to be in the thousands. Meanwhile, last night, hundreds gathered to mourn the death of 10 people in an apartment fire last week in Urumqi in Xinjiang region, where residents were sealed in their buildings to try to stop the spread of COVID. So, guys, this is for this is for your safety and our safety. We don't want this to spread, so we're going to light you on fire instead. <laughs> I mean, do you remember back in 2020 there was a lot of just yes, like a lot of apartment pop-up fires. apartment fires where they yeah. were locked in and it's like we don't want to spread this yeah. so we're going to lock you in and oops there was a fire guess what we just uh yeah. just stopped the spread of covid <laughs> yeah right I mean I'm not saying it's intentional but no. it, it seems but to happen quite a bit I was going to say one or two maybe coincidence but when you get when you get several several <laughs> you you kind of think there's a pattern now, what seems to be more dangerous to the general public? Um, locking people in their homes that are on fire or potential spread of COVID-19? I would say locking people in their apartments with possibility I mean, fire. I was under the impression that COVID was over. The president that's, told us COVID was over. That's what I thought, yes. But apparently not in China. No. China is still locking people in their homes uh, and lighting them on fire. Uh, It says, it comes amid China launching another mass crackdown on the virus with crippling lockdowns put in place across the country nearly three years after the pandemic started there. That is crazy that it's been nearly three years. The nation reported another 39,791 new cases spread across the country, the biggest one-day increase on record, including a record of 4,000 in Beijing alone. Now, you got to realize, 4,000 in Beijing alone, that's like... 20 people here yeah, right, in right. our town here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people there. It appears ill-equipped for the latest battle with COVID with it using its own vaccines rather than approved foreign ones. So this is this is the big push that I'm yeah. seeing here in the United States. It's like, well, you know, you know why uh, the Chinese are getting hit so bad with this is because they turned down the Pfizer vaccine yep. because they wanted... Um, they wanted open source information about the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines. And when Pfizer refused to give them the the data on it and like the ingredients and yeah. stuff, uh, they're like, well, fuck your vaccine. We're going to use our own vaccine. And they're like, well, that's why that's why it um, you should yeah. be using. That's why everybody here should be getting vaccinated with Pfizer, because mm-hmm. look over. Do you want to be like China? Yeah. I don't want to be like China. Get vaccinated. Yeah. I, I can't tell you how many times this weekend I heard people say, Oh, yeah, I need to get in and get my booster. How many is that? Like five, six, eight? Like, yeah. <laughs> like how many does it take? Yeah, right, exactly. It's pretty uh, pretty insane. Um, now, do you think, do you think uh, 
the president of China is going to get overthrown. Do you think it's going to get that bad there? Or you think the? I mean, it's it's China. It's communist yeah. China. They crack yeah. down pretty quick before right. things get out of hand. Yeah. No, I I I see more lockdowns. I see um, media blackouts and the population decreasing. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we got a overpopulation problem anyway. Right, I mean, right. look at China. Yes. I mean, what better they, way? They can afford to lose a exactly. few. Exactly. What's better for, you know, the population get up there than a good riot in China? <laughs> right. <laughs> like then we just have reason to just kill a bunch of people. And then we can vaccinate the rest of them. Exactly. <sighs> Let's move on. I mean, it, it's 2022. We still got COVID in the news. We still apparently have this war in Russia and Ukraine yes. in the news. Um, That's beautiful. Apparently, the tides are shifting between the with the uh, the sentiment toward the war because the EU was is is oh. and was all on board with they, this. War. They were the one basically pushing it. Yes. Like, did you hear what Putin said? You guys right. need to take care of him. Well, now the EU is accusing. Washington and the United States of making a fortune from the Ukraine war. What kind of nonsense is that? <laughs> I mean, we've been accusing the U.S. of making yes. a fortune off the war since the war fucking started. Right. But now the EU must be listening to our show, obviously, because right. they're like, oh, shit, they're making money off this war. <laughs> We're not making money. How can we? It's not <laughs> yeah. you guys need to stop making money off this war. It's how, how do, do we, we make money yes. off this war? Right. Why should you guys profit? Says nine months after invading Ukraine, Vladimir Putin is beginning to fracture the West. Says Politico, Politico in a surprising admission, which marks a stark reversal from prior mainstream media optimism and cheerleading of the White House's blank check approach to supporting Ukraine. Yeah, where's this coming from? All of a sudden, it's probably coming from the FTX shit that's coming out. They're yeah. like, oh. Right. Oh, they're laundering money through Ukraine. We gotta, we gotta kind of, yeah, right. We gotta shift. <laughs> we we gotta distance ourselves from that. Yeah. Oh, you guys are making money uh, uh, as they're like stuffing their pockets <laughs> yeah. and like backing away. Right. How dare you guys make money yeah. off of this war? It's horrible. It says top European officials are furious with Joe Biden's administration and now accuse the Americans of making a fortune from the war while EU countries suffer. Ah. Uh, <laughs> There's clearly growing frustration among European officials over Washington's refusal to push the Zelensky government to the negotiation table while an unprecedented billions worth of weaponry and defense aid pours in, risking unpredictable escalation between NATO and Russia. God, who who would have known that this might push us towards um, an un, un, quote unquote unpredictable escalation. That was right. very, very predictable. Yes. We, again, we've been predicting this from the beginning from for a while now. It's like, hey, this is gonna this is gonna get out of hand yeah. really quick. So now the EU is like, you know, we should uh, push Zelensky towards negotiating. And the, the White House is like, do not negotiate. Yeah, we do not negotiate with terrorists. Didn't they? I think I saw something that they're like putting. Russia on like the state sponsor terrorist list. Oh, really? Well, that would only make sense if we do not negotiate yeah, with terrorists. Right. That true. would keep Zelensky from negotiating. from negotiating with terrorists. Meanwhile, European populations will continue being the first to pay the price amid frigid winter temperatures and simultaneous severe energy supply crises, even as some leaders still spout abstract ideals of sacrifice. 
And all the while, Biden has continued rolling out his controversial green subsidies and taxes, which are widely perceived as unfairly punishing European industries at this most sensitive juncture. I thought the EU was pushing the green shit harder than we yeah. were. Well, they, they were, but now they're facing an energy crisis. And now they're pointing the finger back at us. They're like, they told yeah. us to do it. Yeah. They told us to go they to said war. It was, what, it was good for the environment. They're making money on the war. They're making money on the green shit. This is all the United States. Right. It's like, you guys were all on board with all this stuff yeah. six months right. ago. Don't even give me that shit. Uh, it says, the fact is, if you look at it soberly, the country that is profiting from this war is the U.S. because they are selling more gas and at higher prices, and because they are selling more weapons. Uh, gee, never saw that coming. Like we had said, when they cut off Russia's oil supply, well, we're going to have to pick up the slack from somewhere, and somebody's going to be making money off yep. of this. Uh, Shannon says, I have the same philosophy of not negotiating with terrorists with my children. <laughs> Shannon, you're really on an anti... You must have had a rough weekend, it, it was. It was a rough... It was a rough she she rough is ready for the kids to go. Yes. <laughs> There's not enough box wine in the world, Shannon, yes. for, for a four-day weekend. at 4 a.m. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Shannon, don't negotiate with your terrorist children. Uh says the explosive comments backed in public and private by officials, diplomats, and ministers elsewhere follow mounting anger in Europe over American subsidies that threaten to wreck European industry. The Kremlin is likely to welcome the poisoning of the atmosphere among Western allies. We are really at a historic junction, the senior EU official said, arguing that the double hit of trade disruption from U.S. subsidies and high energy prices price risk turning public opinion against both the war effort and the transatlantic alliance. America needs to realize that public opinion is shifting in many EU countries. Look, if it means uh, turning public opinion against the war effort and the transatlantic alliance, keep doing what you're doing. Because I, I'm perfectly fine with both of them just collapsing in on their own footprint like World Trade Center yeah, 7. Absolutely. The U.S. National Security Council has lately reiterated its position that the crisis is solely on Putin's shoulders, full stop, while Washington is simply presenting ramped-up U.S. liquefied natural gas delivery to Europe as fulfilling the need to diversify away from Russia. In the goodness of their hearts, yeah, they're right. providing yes. this liquid gas Thank to God Europe. Thank God the U.S. is there. Yeah, the, the Lord and Savior's had nothing. The, the sanctions on Russia didn't have to do with us making a buck right. on uh, the the liquefied gas. It was the other way around. We're uh, just happen to conveniently be making a buck, but it's all on Russia, obviously. So, do you think the EU turns turns a back on the U.S. and on this war? No, they just want their cut. <laughs> that's that's my whole thought <laughs> yeah. on it. It's like, yeah. why aren't we making money on this? Yeah. So no, I think some backroom deals will be made. The EU will get their cut, and the war will continue. It'll just, yeah, yeah, they'll shift things yeah. around, shift shift some of that FTX money around, um, that yeah. Ukraine money laundering. It yeah. needs, we want that to launder through all the EU, not right. just directly to. So yeah. if you start on the Western coast and then funnel the money to Ukraine, then we all get our piece of the pie and then, then we'll be back on yeah, board exactly. with this war. Yeah. So um, otherwise, I think it's, again, Something looks ugly, something looks fishy, like be it the FTX scandal or something like that. Right. And the EU is like, we didn't know anything about that. We we, we don't know anything about money. Uh, 
Right. What, what are you talking about profiting? Like, who profits off yeah. of war? Right. People don't profit off of wars. They call Biden. They're like, what the hell? You're profiting? <laughs> yeah. No, they're profiting. They just want to yeah. <laughs> distance from that narrative. They're like, oh, oh, money laundering? No, that's all the U.S. Yeah, right. That's not us. Yeah, we We're trying care. to get them out of this war. Yeah. Shannon says, these little brats need to go, and I'm not ready for two <laughs> weeks of Christmas break. <laughs> oh, good God, man. If you can handle four days, two weeks... Now, Shannon, yeah. what I feel like you really need to do is homeschool. I feel like homeschooling <laughs> would be the uh, solution to all your problems, and you would be a happier person. I, I think you're going to turn it into an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> um, from the rumors going around uh, the circle of friends that I have, she's already on her way to being an alcoholic. So, Last thing I got is right along the Russian narrative, the the bad press for Russia, I guess, this time, is Ukraine is saying, because Russia's been attacking the energy grid in Ukraine, mm-hmm. Ukraine has now come out and said that Russia attacking the energy grid is the same thing as genocide. Yes. Have you heard this one before? No, this is new. This that, That's new, but we've heard them. Shannon <laughs> um, <laughs> says, wow, I am not. And how the fuck does that help? I'm, I'm assuming she's talking about the homeschooling. Yes, I, I believe so. <laughs> anyway, back to genocide. Not talking about Shannon, what she wants to do to her children, but what Russia is doing in Ukraine. I mean, everything had, that Ukraine has called Russia as being genocidal. Right. Like, yeah. Oh, you're trying to wipe out our yeah. uh, an entire race because yeah. you attacked some strategic if Putin location. Goes up and sneezes on on the mic. They're going to be that's like, genocide. <laughs> exactly. He's spreading bioweapons. Yes. <laughs> Russia's attacks on Ukrainian energy infrastructures amount to genocide. A top Ukrainian official says. <clears throat> now, we we on the show defined genocide before, yes. and based on all of our research. This doesn't add up. This doesn't sound too much like genocide. Most wars usually go after military and like infrastructure yeah. targets. Yeah. If but but apparently now that's genocide. It was never considered genocide in the past, but now it's genocide. Strikes on key facilities target the full Ukrainian nation and were an effort to force Kiev to surrender. Again, even if you're trying to force the entire nation to surrender, that's still not genocide. That is just wanting to win a war. Right. Like, even if it's, like, if we take the internet out here, I mean, that'd be a devastating blow and would force our entire nation to be like, okay, we got to rethink this thing. Right. But that's not genocide. Right. That, that by definition, not genocide. Uh, the term genocide refers to an effort to wipe out a group of people. Russia denies having any such aim. Millions of people across Ukraine are facing power cuts and freezing weather following sustained Russian attacks. Efforts are ongoing to reconnect homes cut off from electricity. Officials say Kherson has now been fully resupplied. I guess that's a town. Kherson. It just says Kherson. Kherson. That's not how you spell kerosene. Oh, okay. Um, Following the city's recapture, so it's a city, uh, by Ukrainian troops earlier this month. Now... If this was, in fact, genocide, yes, they would cut the power off, yeah. and then they would um, continue to murder all the people there, not just cut the power off. And they would not allow the power to be restored because, right. it's, I mean, that's genocide for right. you. And they would make sure there was no food. 
People in 14 regions in the capital of Kiev remain under usage restrictions. I mean, that sounds a lot like genocide, being under usage, like power right. usage restrictions. If that's the case, California is under genocide every right. fucking summer. Yeah. Every summer they have usage restrictions. Every summer they have planned power outages. California, your government is attempting to genocide you. You should be warned because right. they want you dead. They probably want you dead anyway. Yeah. But um, you are under genocidal maniac control because they cut the power off. But we've thought that for a while. Yeah, that's true. Genocide involves the intent to destroy in whole or in part a, nation, a national, ethnic, racial, or religious group, according to definition provided by the UN Genocide Convention. I didn't know there was a UN Genocide Convention. Right. Among the acts which may qualify are killing or causing serious harm to members of that group or forcibly transferring its children elsewhere. In his BBC interview, Ukrainian prosecutor General and Andrei Kostin said that as well as the attacks on the energy grid, 11,000 Ukrainian children had been forcibly deported to Russia? What? This is news to me. Yeah, me too. Mr. Costin said his office was investigating reports of more, more than 49,000 war crimes and crimes of aggression since Russia launched its full-scale invasion on February 24th. The same pattern of conduct was being seen in every Ukrainian settlement occupied by Russian forces, he observed. A war crime constitutes a violation of the so-called rules of war set out by the Geneva Conventions. Among other things, the conventions stipulate that civilians must be protected. Russia has been repeatedly accused of breaking this rule. I wonder I don't know. why they transported so many kids over to Russia. Isn't that like again? That's news to me. Trafficking. I mean, that's yeah. So I don't know. I still don't see evidence of genocide. Relocation hmm. out of like harm's way still isn't genocide. Right. Um, I don't know. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Do you think? Do you think there's genocide? No, I, but I, I do think that they're putting the the pressure on them to re, to surrender. Well, yeah, I, I mean that's that's I war. Mean, yeah, right, exactly. That, that's and, just war. And unfortunately, now they're going into the winter. Uh huh. You know, and it's like they're on energy rations. Now, now think about it this way: How many people have been displaced because of Western meddling in like Syria and um, all these oh. other countries where the mass migration problems are coming right. out of? Yeah, because of displacement of people, is that ge are we genociding those people? I feel that's more genocidal than what's going on in Ukraine. Yeah, I mean, I would see that. I yes. mean, where has Syria been spread to? Every single no. fucking Western country. Like how how many how many Syrian uh, uh, people escaping Syria? Uh, immigrants have, have flooded to, like, I mean, that's the biggest complaint about, uh, like, the Italian dictator was talking, dictator, uh, new president that they called a dictator, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, the uh, uh, talking about, like, Syrian refugees and all these other, rep it's like, we cause, based on this, we cause more genocide, not even based on this, we just cause more genocide in general, truthfully, across the world than Russia has probably ever done in its entire existence, and we're talking communist Russia. <laughs> right. No, I agree with that. I don't know. What are your thoughts on this? Because we got to get out of here. I don't know. I'm like frozen. Bill, why do you look like a POW tonight? I I, I blame Putin. <laughs> why are you frozen, <laughs> I Bill? I don't know. <laughs> Shannon says Bill looks like I a POW tonight in his spot. I, I am a POW, Shannon. Maybe it's, I thought the lighting looked a little weird tonight, too. Really? Um, 
Shannon says you get maps to the stars in Cali. <laughs> That's true. That is true. But that could also be genocide. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. This war is going on a year almost. In two yeah. months, this war will be sitting at a year. That's ridiculous. Yeah, but but I I think I think we're kind of stretching to say that this is genocide. And I think all that is is Ukraine trying to push get us to push a little harder and yeah. not negotiate with Russia because they're genocidal terrorists. And then the EU is like, well, "Where's my cut out of this?" And and Donald Trump's like, "How do I get Kanye West to not run for president?" And well, the, the whole world collapses. Well, and they, and, and they, the mac and cheese lady just wants three and a half minute yes. mac and cheese. I, I think we need to get the mac and cheese lady, Kanye, and Putin in a room. We do. Yes. We do. The world's problems would be solved because I, I feel like Kanye West, being the in, intelligent businessman he is, yes. would know how to get mac and cheese down to three and yes. a half minutes. And uh, he would also know how to end the war in Russia, he would Ukraine. Be like, Gay cheese is the cheesiest. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> That's all I got for this show. There's a lot here. There's a lot of things, yeah. a lot of ridiculous, no, stupid I, stuff. I feel like Z- Zelensky, they're, they're saying this because they want more money. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that's what it is. I mean, Biden's taking too big of a cut. <laughs> <laughs> so now Ukraine's like, you guys are making too much money off this war. We want $8 billion, trillion, exactly. gazillion more dollars from you. Hey, that's frozen. That's probably it. Yay, you're unfrozen. <laughs> That's all the time we have. That's over the time we have. So yes. you owe us 16 minutes back. So if, I mean, if you want to cut us a check for that 16 minutes, um, that'd be great. You can send yes. it to us uh, through PayPal or Venmo. Um, and I don't know, what what's your hourly rate? Like 150 oh, an hour? Easily, yes. Yeah, so take, I mean, we got to round it up to an hour because you can't split an hour no, up in quarters. No. So you owe us an hour. $150 to both of us, $300. Send it uh, through the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash break the bell. Send us our $300 that you owe us, and we would appreciate it. Um, that's all the time we have for tonight. Make sure you come back tomorrow night for our live main episode because it's always a blast. And Shannon says thanks. No, no Shannon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank I'll try you. to look a little less POWE tomorrow. Shannon, <laughs> go spend some much-needed time with your children. Um <laughs> <laughs> the motherly nurturing that they need right now. <clears throat> maybe maybe just uh, call them in sick tomorrow. I don't know. It sounds like you need a little I, more child I, time. I, I think you need to send them to school and you need to take the day off tomorrow. <laughs> or that. There's that yeah. too. Um, check us out tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time for our main live stream episode. Um, the more the merrier. It's always a fun time. Uh, don't know what we're talking about, but... As always, it's going to be awesome because it's us and we're awesome. Um, Check us out all over the social medias. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at BreakTheBellPod. Or you can find us, all the links to all the things we do at BreakTheBellPod.com. You can find links to our store, our uh, Patreon, our social media, everything at BreakTheBellPod.com. Do that. Um, Be a happier person for it. Um, Otherwise, we'll just catch you next time. Have a great rest of your weekend. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace. Goodbye. The Break the Bell podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Justin Zelinski, Remzo Martinez, Stephanie Parker, and T.O. Jacobson. A shout out to our sponsors, 
Run Your Mouth Coffee, the On The Run podcast and goulash media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next week and let us continue to invade your ear holes. And as always, never stop talking.